name is Christopher Plant, and I am the founder of Radio Kismet. Radio Kismet is a podcast creation studio located right here in Philadelphia. When I found out that Andrew was having a 50th birthday party and that he was inviting all of his family and most of his closest friends, I thought it would be an incredible opportunity to record some of those conversations in a meaningful way to create a landmark recording that he could look back to for the rest of his life. I want to thank all the people, all the friends, all the family that took time from this great party to sit down and talk with me and record these memories. Happy 50th birthday, Andrew Eisenstein. Special thanks to Ricky for working this all out. Thanks, Ricky. Can you please tell me your name? Sure, it's Chris Strom. Did you get that? How, it's Chris. Yeah, I did. You got that? How do you know Andrew? <laughs> I know Andrew because uh, our. Do I, I feel my, like we're in a meta sort of version of the the movie of the movie of the movie of us. Yeah, exactly. It's like the worst Facebook page ever, right? It's like the beta meta. So I, we know Andrew and Ricky because our kids went to school together for many years, and our daughter is a very good friend with Marguerite. So we've and known so, them and, for. And so somehow out of that, you guys have developed a friendship with them. Yes, yeah. as, as humans, not just as parents. It's absolutely. I mean, it's it's strange to meet people as parents because you can't meet them fully, right? It takes a while because you're just meeting them as like you can't completely be yourself with somebody until you know them for a while, right? Because you're kind of representing your kid. So um, over the years, gotten to know Andrew. I've done a little bit of work with Andrew, and so you just, know Andrew professionally and personally. Yeah, and it's just such a. I would call it mellow, but that's not quite right. Such a grounded kind of approach to everything, you know? And it's like, it's, there's so much there. I learn every day that I talk to him and sort of such a, I don't know if I'd call it a wry sense of humor, but it's such a, like a whimsical sense of humor, maybe just about like the absurdity of the world. I guess you can't do what he does and not like have a sense of humor, right? It's like when you have, no, 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 you can actually, I, I know a lot of people who do what he does without, any sense of humor. I guess that's and true. And I think that what's interesting about Andrew is that he, is, not only does he have a sense of, of humor, but he is um, always willing to lend a perspective to the reality that you're kind of experiencing in a business deal. And he right. is iconoclastic in his extreme individuality in how he chooses to do commercial real estate because it's not, the way he does it is not normal. Well, I think, yeah, I've noticed that there's a sort of stripped down quality to it, like of getting to the essentials, right? There's in the business, there can be so much about process and so much about what you should do as opposed to like what needs to happen. And it's kind of interesting to watch somebody move between urgent and relaxed, depending on what the situation calls for. And like, and just to give everybody a, a sense of who we're talking about, this is a guy who shows up in tennis whites to the traditional meeting, absolutely, you know, and drove his sister's Acura to some of his biggest business meetings so that people didn't think that he was overly sort of monetized in a deal so that he could like sort of manipulate the perspective. I, that I asked might him have. about his uh, hard hat once and he was like, oh yeah, this is a, I, this blue one, I, I don't know, a friend got me. I have a one that's really beat up that I wear if I don't want anybody to bother me because then I look important and ornery. And then I have like others. I was like, it's a game I'm not ready to play. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, it's funny because Andrew is a deal junkie and, you know, he loves the, the process of real estate. And having now spoke to both Eli and Noah about what it was like to be raised by, you know, somebody who was so intensely focused on real estate, but like 
always inviting them in. How do you see, you know, kind of Andrew as, as a parent even? I mean, you're here and, you know, your daughter's best friends with Marguerite. I, I think what I recognize, and, I, you, know, I don't, you know, I don't get to see all the parenting, but what I recognize is that intensity of commitment some parents are hands off. He does not feel that way, right? Not not like not helicopter, but just intensely interested in the same sort of like focus. And uh, I don't know what the right words are. Uh, it's you know, it's a Saturday. It's hard to get all my vocabulary. They're mostly no, mostly. It's okay. I, I, I don't. I don't like, I'm not. I'm not trying to pull too much out of you. But no. I think what you're trying to say is that like you know, and, and I know this because I've been in gigantic business meetings with Andrew, where he would walk out of a business meeting on a multi million dollar deal, so he wouldn't get a parking ticket. And, and I know that his family has always been a monumental priority of his to the point that um, his days revolved around his commitments to his family right. and the reality of, of, you know, there's so many people who foster the, their general impression of success around crushing deals and all of the fucking bullshit. But, like, Andrew has always been very intensely focused on his family, even though he was like an, a crazy deal junkie. And I mean, it, you can smell the fucking smoke pouring off of his brain all the time. And yet he cares enough that he's raised, you know, now three kids that are going to go into the arts. I, I think, yeah, I think there's an honorable quality about him actually that's sort of striking, right? Like you, it's so easy to be a, so easy to be an awful person in this business, and you know he's just he's looking to do mostly do the right thing, right, and make it work. And I, it's like it's kind of awesome to to be around. And I, you know, it speaks to a grounded centeredness that is actually a little bit unusual, right? Do you have a particular memory of Andrew that you would be willing to share? I think the one that sort of sticks out to me. It, it's it's sort of simple, but just seeing the obsessive light in the, his eyes as he is uh, working his pizza oven, <laughs> right? Like, and the, yeah. the sort of geekiness of like, oh, the temperature's 900 degrees back there, and I think in a couple hours it'll go down. Like, this is what we did. I, like, it made me jealous, right? Like, I wanted to have a, a passion like that, right? That it's just for, you know, making bread and pizza. I mean, it wasn't anything... And oysters and steak. And, and right, chicken, whatever you could do in that. Like, you know. But it's such a fun thing to do, you know? Yeah. So that, that's the memory I'll share. That's cool. Yeah.